Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Friday. We're live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, one hour from now. A blazing four. Four picks. Not sure if I like any of them. Kind of like one of them a lot. I'm going dogs again. Dogs are barking again. Been doing it all year long. I got to 55%. J-Mac is joining. So here we are. Eight coaches, eight quarterbacks left. Are you dog? Are your dogs barking? Are you going phase? Uh, not a lot of dogs barking this weekend on my card, though. <laughs> not a lot of dogs barking. Yeah, I don't like my picks. I what? love mine. You do? Oh yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, four quarterbacks left in the AFC, and they're all really special. They're great. They're generational. Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. These are great. These are not overachievers. These are first round, high picks, top 10, great. Build a franchise around them, can play from behind, can play with a lead. Anybody in this league, Baker Mayfield with a lead in a run game, nobody knows if he's going to throw, can look good. These guys can play two touchdowns down, on the road, playoff games, O-line beat up, win games. They're all-timers. This year was a weird year for me predicting because I was so accurate. Why is that? In three divisions, I got it perfect. AFC East, NFC East, and NFC North. First, second, third, fourth. And in fact, a fourth division, the NFC South, I picked Tampa to win and said the next three would be garbage. Um, and they were, although they all tied. So you could argue, I got four right, half the league. That's weird, right? That doesn't happen, right? But it does, because as the league is becoming more quarterback-centric, it's easier to pick division winners. Who's the best quarterback? The best quarterback won seven of eight divisions this year. You could say, whoa, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had a better year than Aaron Rodgers. 
He was top five passing yards, top four um, passing touchdowns. I may have reversed that. Top five passing touchdowns, fourth passing yards. The only division where the quarterback, what we view as the best quarterback didn't win, is the NFC West. Stafford got hurt and Kyler Murray got hurt. That's it. (laughs) That's it. And so this trend as the league becomes more quarterback-centric, is not going away. And I'll give you an example. So from 2003 to 2018, remember, back then, you could be a team with a power running game and a great defense. You didn't have to have a great quarterback, though it certainly helped. But the league was less quarterback-driven. You could do things defensively you can't do today. Yet from 2003 to 2018, the AFC In 16 years, 15 of the 16 was Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, or Big Ben. Starting quarterback in the Super Bowl. There was one exception. Joe Flacco got bizarrely hot. (laughs) It was never the same. Baltimore had a great coach and a good defense, and Baltimore's always been culturally a very sound program, right? 15 of 16 years. So when you look around the AFC now, Get used to this. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Trevor, Lawrence. What about Justin Herbert? The Chargers do Charger things. They already did it once with him. Well, what about Lamar Jackson? I love him, but he's been hurt last two end of seasons. What about Deshaun Watson? I don't know. I watched him this year. Did you watch him? It's like he's not quite the same. Offseason should help, but I don't think he's as good as those four, and I don't think he's as good as Herbert. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence. The league's getting easier to predict. NFC's different. That's overachievers. That's second-round guys. Dak's a fourth-round guy. Purdy's a seventh-round guy. Daniel Jones feels like a reach. AFC generational all-time talents. Three of the four with offensive coaches. I don't know. Get used to it. So, let's talk Cowboys. So, of all the players, we have eight quarterbacks left. Various backgrounds. Uh, Number one picks to the last guy drafted. And we have eight coaches. And I was thinking this morning, you know, there's pressure on one or two teams of the eight. But no individual, no quarterback or coach can change their reputation, flip the narrative like Mike McCarthy. That's it. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Andy Reid's got his ring. Brian Dable's done wonders. Nick Sirianni's a kid. I don't expect him to necessarily just run through this thing. Mike McCarthy. He beat San Francisco. He gets to the NFC Championship with a roster not as good as the one he'll face. Dak Prescott missed five games. He had to rebuild the offensive line. Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz not available for portions of the season. And he ended up with the number one red zone offense in the league. Cooper Rush started five games. On Monday, that Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy divorce, it's going to feel different as Aaron continues three straight years to sputter at the end of seasons. At Lambeau, losing to Garoppolo, outplayed by Goff and Brady. Increasingly needy, not really committed in the offseason. So we went as a staff, and I said, 
what Mike's done deserves a lot of praise. And when Aaron and him kind of divorced, people, myself included, took Aaron's side. You know, he's the beautiful quarterback. He's dating celebrities. He's got the endorsements. He throws such a pretty ball. The feeling was, yeah, you know, Mike's kind of outdated. He got a dumpy guy. Just, uh, I don't know. They don't get along. I'm taking Aaron's side. I'm guilty. I did. McCarthy disappeared to the basement, talked analytics. Eh, there wasn't a big market for him. So I went and I said, let's go back and take Aaron's last 10 big games. Now, there's a lot of them here. This year, I took the Detroit play-in game, the Miami Christmas game, that Philadelphia-Dallas-Buffalo games that were huge TV games on Sunday Night Football or on Fox, big games. I went to the previous, I don't count division games. You play somebody twice, Vikings, Bears, Lions. I don't count those. I'm talking standalone television games. Fox builds their week around it. Sunday night football. Then I went to 2021. There were three games. Uh, the divisional round playoff game against the Niners. That game where Aaron at San Francisco was brilliant. End of the game, won it that great throw. And then the Rams game, which Aaron won as well. That was the McVay, Lafleur, three Musketeers coaches. And then I went, before that, there were two huge games. The first time he faced Brady in Tampa, didn't play well, and the NFC Championship against Brady. And I, now, we can argue, we can argue on, are those the 10 biggest games? They're 10 big games, and 10's the number. I'm not going 20 deep. And all the playoff games, the play-in game, the Christmas game, the Josh Allen meeting, the Brady meeting, big games. Aaron is four and six. 16 touchdowns, seven picks, 230 yards throwing. That, that's it. That's what he is. Oh, yeah, not necessarily all in, sipping tea in the rainforest in the offseason. So what I'm saying is it's not like they've both had issues, right? Aaron's like, ooh, Devontae Adams left. That's fair. That's hard. Mike McCarthy's got... The most outspoken owner had to rebuild his offensive line. Dak missed five games, had to start Cooper Rush in a division with three playoff teams. I'm just saying, it, it's not going to look great on Monday morning for Aaron in this divorce. Back-to-back 12-win -back seasons. The number one rated red zone offense, not Mahomes, not Burrow, not Allen, not Herbert, not Brady. Aaron's is 24th. How the hell are they 24th? Matt LaFleur, Aaron Jones, a power back, a capable tight end. PFF's got a top six offensive line. And Aaron, how are they 24th in red zone offense? Why are they so bad? Mercedes Lewis is a top three blocking tight end. Mike McCarthy's team, number one. Dak missed five games. Rebuilt the offensive line. Gallup, Dalton Schultz, not there every game. Just saying. Um, here was a perplexed Mike McCarthy, Cowboy coach in Dallas, on the radio in Dallas, when he was told they're an underdog this weekend in San Francisco. So we're the underdog? By four. Wow. Okay. You know, divisional round. So, no, we're, we're, uh, we're very confident. And, you know, I, I think – I think there's an, an underdog in, in all of us, you know, to, as you, as you uh, thrive and strive through, through this business. The line for this game is 
strangely close, three and a half points. Just saying, don't be shocked. If you look at Dallas's analytic matchup, very good against San Francisco. Find of the 16 quarterbacks or coaches left, who changes the narrative? Zach Taylor, he's already been to a Super Bowl. Josh Allen, win or lose, he's great. Mahomes got a ring. Daniel Jones, Brian Dayball, house money. Kyle Shanahan's great, we all know it. He's dealing with the last guy drafted last year, a rookie. McCarthy wins. That Aaron Rodgers-McCarthy split, you're, you're thinking about it in a different light come Monday. All right. Um, I also think there is one team left of the eight where the pressure's real. Obviously, everybody wants to win. But there's one team if they lose, and I, and I don't think it's the one you're thinking of. We're going to have some questions Monday. Could people lose jobs Monday? That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex this festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, 
Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back. Blazing five picks, four games left at the top of next hour. And so, um, eight teams left. I can argue seven of them don't face massive pressure. I'll give you an example. Philadelphia Giants. Philadelphia is the number one seed. But Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts combined have never won a playoff game. Like, it's generally in this league a process. You're good. You make the playoffs. Maybe you get blown out. The next year you win a game. Like, I don't think the world's going to change your end if Philadelphia lost somewhere in this playoff. New York Giants, they're playing with house money. Dayball's the coach of the year. He saved Daniel Jones. San Francisco, Dallas. Well, San Francisco's playing a rookie. They don't end up in Super Bowls. And Dallas is an underdog and playing on the road with a 48-hour preparation disadvantage because they played on Monday night. Kansas City, everybody's got a ring there. Nobody's getting fired. They should win. They're favored. But everybody got the bag and everybody's got a ring. Jacksonville, they're a year ahead of schedule. Buffalo, Cincinnati. Cincinnati got there last year, and now their offensive line is completely decimated. Both tackles out and their best guard out. Remember when Mahomes played a playoff game, a Super Bowl, missing both tackles? He got destroyed, and that's Patrick Mahomes. The pressure is on Buffalo this week. Last three years, 41 wins. That's tied for the most of any team that has not reached the Super Bowl. Six years, Sean McDermott. The offensive line still not very talented, and the running game is completely his hit and miss, despite what the Bills Mafia tells you. They're overwhelmingly overwhelmingly Josh Allen-centric, completely depend on him. This year, earlier this year, Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon were gone, and the Bengals went on a winning streak. This, to me, you've got a star quarterback. You can't use the excuse if you eventually lose in the playoffs. Well, we lost to Mahomes. Actually, last year, Joe Burrow went to Arrowhead and beat Patrick Mahomes. Cincinnati, about a year ahead of schedule. It feels like Buffalo's about a year late. The standard and expectation today for Buffalo and Josh Allen is Super Bowls. They were almost everybody, mine included, a Super Bowl pick. Super Bowls. Last week, they looked outplayed and outcoached by Miami with Skylar Thompson. Greg Cosell talked about this offense and talked about sort of the expectations and what Buffalo is. You know, I don't feel like there's really a, a synchronicity between their run game and their pass game. As far as who you can count on every single week, you really have digs. Everybody else is week to week. You're not sure. So they're Josh Allen-centric. The thing about Josh Allen is he makes throws that, when you're watching on TV, probably look pretty routine, but they're not. He's really a special player. I mean, in terms of pure physical gifts along with his size, He's the most physically gifted quarterback in the league. Yeah, can't lose this weekend. Can't lose at home to Cincinnati. Can't lose to an offensive line that's missing both tackles and arguably their best guard. Can't lose. A lot of pressure. Monday they lose. Somebody's going to lose a job. Somebody probably should lose a job. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Hello, friend. Hello. We're going to start with Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Colin, I actually bet this game last night. The Eagles, 
Listen, their offense has made a massive leap, obviously, this season. Yes. They are number one seed in the NFC, and their road begins against the Giants tomorrow. They had the bye week, of course. Center Jason Kelsey spoke about what makes Jalen Hurts so special. He's humble on the outside and in what he says, but on the inside, he's a killer. The best guys that I've been all around, all these guys have the confidence, but they're humble enough to gain the respect of their peers around them. But in their head, they're killers. He's made great intangibles since the moment he got here. That's one of the reasons he's improved and gotten to this high caliber so quickly. You look at the comfort and confidence level he has, he's taken it to another level. Colin, now I'll say that Jalen Hurts' confidence, a lot of that stuff... A little overblown. You know the story here, obviously, is their sneaks, the short yardage stuff. I saw a big breakdown. They have 32 quarterback sneaks this season, most this century in the NFL. Nobody's ever done it that much. And 13 of them, according to The Athletic, featured two guys pushing Jalen Hurts. Right. You know, like the move we talk about? Yeah. I feel like that's extended drives and made this team, honestly, like third and short, what are they doing? Fourth and short, what are they doing? Like, it's kind of automatic. Yeah, I mean, I... Jalen's not probably 100%. Nick Sirianni uh, is still ascending as a coach. They should win. But I would be shocked if it's not close. I'm probably in the minority. Shocked? I The two teams that had buys last year were flat. Tennessee was and Green okay. Bay was. If you look historically beyond that, they haven't been flat. And the one thing that jumps out here, we talk about this all the time, Colin. No team is as good or as bad as they were the week before. Right. The Giants look great. Everybody likes them. I know. No. Against a terrible team. Well, we said this last week when Dak had the stinker against the Commanders, I had unbelievable confidence in Dallas because yes. when good athletes, it's just the reality of the NFL. The margins are tight. The Giants picked up, I think it was 28 first downs against Minnesota. If they get to 20 against Philadelphia, I'd be shocked. This is just this is a real defense. Daniel Jones is going to face real pressure. Um, and Daniel, you know, the Minnesota defense was so bad, they fired their coordinator. Yeah, you saw that. They fired him this week. <laughs> like, I, I talked to an NFL coach last week about after that game. I texted a coach, and I said, what do you make of Daniel Jones? His text was, Minnesota's going to fire their defensive coordinator. Like, it was nothing personal against Ed Donatelli. It was a disaster. Uh, yeah. Daniel Jones looked like a pro bowler against the Minnesota defense twice. Twice. Bad. Now, I will say, everybody's saying the same stuff out there. You know, you turn on TV, right? Because there's only a few games. Oh, Daniel Jones is going to run all over the Eagles. They they get killed by running quarterbacks. Okay, everybody's saying that. Probably won't happen. What people are not saying, this is the Giants' fifth road game in six weeks, Colin. I haven't heard that anywhere else. We talked about it yesterday privately. Now, they're not long flights. They're not wrong, but going on the road every single week. I love Dable and their coach. I think Philly pulls away for a comfortable victory here. All right. Next up, Trevor Lawrence followed up the worst half of his career with the best half of his career as the Jags overcame that 27-point deficit against the Chargers last week. Tougher matchup going into KC tomorrow. Patrick Mahomes, though, he praised Lawrence for how he played in that comeback. When you throw three interceptions, especially in the first half, of its, if, or four, four interceptions, especially if it's in the first half, um, if, if, if it's your fault or not, uh, that kind of can see, seep into your mind of how, man, like what decisions am I going to make going forward? Do I protect it or do I stay aggressive? Uh, but he, he battled through, man. That, that's a true test of a competitor, man, that whenever stuff's not going your way, uh, to still pull your team to find a way to win. Um, and he's done it at every level, high school, college, and now in the NFL, he's, he's taken that team and they've turned it around fast. 
Um, so he's a great competitor, man, and we understand it'll be a great challenge. You think Trevor Lawrence can uh, work some magic here well, against Mahomes? Well, the question of? becomes, when Kansas City is leading late, and they will be, the question becomes is backdoor cover for Jacksonville. There you go. So I think the game I feel strongest about in terms of a winner is Kansas City. They'll win the game. Yeah. But the question becomes, will it be sloppy or at the end, is Jacksonville playing for pride, young team, they don't know what they don't know. Kansas City shockingly for all their talent, is not a great cover team. A lot of it is big leads and, you know, get... We see it with the the Golden State Warriors. When you've won rings and you're really gifted offensively, it is easy to think you can just turn it on and score points. It's just the psychology of the Warriors because when Kansas City scores so quickly and easily, it is very easy to get into lulls and kind of lose attention to detail. So I feel strongly that Kansas City will win. I'm just not sure... Will they have a three and a half hours, efficient, wrap it up, get a lead, ground game, eat the clock, or get a little choppy at the end, which games can get? So you know what the best way to attack that is? Bet the first half Kansas City. And remember, the Jags trailed against Josh Dobbs two weeks ago, and then we're down big at the half. They're slow starters. Peterson's yeah. a great adjuster. Yeah. Kansas City, Andy Reid off the bye. I, I think first half Kansas City, I saw it five and a half or six. It feels like a layup. Yeah. Final story, all eyes on Brady to see what he decides about the next step in his career. Will he stay with the Bucks? I think we think there's no chance of that. Go to a different team. Maybe yeah. he'll retire again. <laughs> I like this. Bill safety Jordan Poyer gave his two cents on what he thinks Brady should do. I'm not going to tell anyone to retire. But the years of Tom Brady being that consistent QB of old are over. Tom, you know I love you. I feel like we've been riding you all year. Be with the kids. Go be with the kids, man. You did everything you could have done in this league. I understand you love the game. Go be with your kids. I always think, man, you and I, have you and I, I don't think you and I have ever talked about this. So think about, I always think that's overrated. Go spend time with your family. Think how long... (laughs) I think it's totally overrated. I'll tell you why. But I'll give you my explanation. A day is 24 hours. I sleep seven. Okay, we're down to 17. I work out, let's just say for an hour. And I eat two meals an hour. That's nine hours out of 24. Let's say I uh, walk the dog, listen to music. I'll give you an hour and a half. Okay. long dog walk there. Okay. I take a nap. And read, hour and a half. You start reducing that. You know how many hours I still have left? Seven to eight. Days are long. The years fly by, but days are long. So this idea that go home and hang out with your kids, A, once your kids are 15, 16, they don't want to hang out with dad. They got friends and stuff to do. They're peers. Secondly, days are long. This idea that, you know, you're spending all this time away from, dude, you can have a nap, a workout meals, music, go to theater, a movie, sleep. Got seven hours left. This idea that like these athletes, they're not seeing their children. I think their kids have remarkable lives compared to the average family in America. I I never bought into this. Mm. Tom, go spend time with your kids. You think Tom's kids would trade their dad for anybody else's? They've probably not gotten the hours. Maybe he misses someday a recital or a Little League game. And it's a pretty good life. Tom Brady's still cringy to his kids and their friends, right? Uh, Even me, cool guy Jason, you know? You're cringy to the kids. They're like, Dad, come on, chill. Can can you get away from this? My my daughter at one point said, Dad, I'm not kidding. My daughter was like 17, 18. 
It's like, Dad, you don't need to call every day. I'm in college. She was going to college. And I was calling her every day. She's like, Dad, let's get it down to like twice a week. And I'm like, you got, you don't even that have hurt. a class. Doesn't that cut a little deep? Well, Just she, didn't, a little she didn't even have a class like on Wednesday. Well, I had 24 hours. I don't get a two-minute call. Yeah. Dad, very, very, got very active social life. Yeah. So my takeaway is I never buy into this. Oh, the poor kids of busy people. Days are really long. Well, listen, uh, I don't need to tell you how many sporting events I drove my kids. We, we call it, uh, my wife and I, we're chauffeurs, essentially. Okay, so, On yeah. weekends and during weekdays. Drive yeah. my daughter to dance class. Yeah. Drive my son to volleyball. We're driving them around. That's quality time in the car. Yes. I know you're Colin Coward, anti-family man. <laughs> man. No. Which is what you're selling right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. Come on, how about a board game with the kids? I. Well, game. Do you game? I do you take play my kids to vacations, all of them. Stepkids. By a lot. I, I'm with my kids all. I call my kids every day. I talk to almost. I talk to my kids every day of the year. <laughs> right? My daughter doesn't like it sometimes. She hides from me. But right. the point being is, it's not that I'm not family guy. It's that it's overplayed that like Brady's kids aren't getting a lot of dad. Kids get to be 14. Once your kids get their license, they're hanging out with friends. They're doing stuff. Even in California? Yes. I, I know a lot of the kids in California. They don't even want licenses. Yeah, but they're at the beach probably smoking out. That's what kids are doing oh, in California. Smoking out. That's what they do All in right. Man- those Manhattan Hello, Beach Hermosa kids. Hello, Smoke it out. <laughs> oh, All right, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. It's like, you ever seen, hear when athletes say this? And it's all leverage. I'm going to retire and you know, I'm going to retire now and hang out with my family. No, what they want, after about a year, they go into broadcasting. Which, by the way, you're traveling all the time, you're working all the time. Because after about a year with family, family tells the athlete, you know, we've kind of built a life where you're not here every second. Go do your stuff. You like it, we like it. My wife doesn't want me to be around the house all day. Are you kidding me? She's always, she wants to go hang out with her horses and hang out with her friends. They want me around the house all day. Um, so I saw this last night. The Warriors uh, played the Celtics. So I thought it was interesting. So NBA seasons are, they're really hard. Like hockey guys, baseball at least, you got a lot of games in baseball, but you go to a city for three or four days. NFL, you only have eight roadies. But hockey and basketball, you're playing, you're burning 6,000 calories, you get on a plane, you fly into a city at night, you get in a bus, you go to a hotel, there's the morning shoot-around or the morning skate. They just wear you out. So really good teams in the NHL, and let's talk basketball, the really good ones, especially the great offensive teams, they flip switches, right? You, so the Warriors are a great team. But now they've got four trophies in eight years, and last year they won again. So after that long, long playoff run, a lot of these veteran players, Clay and Draymond and Wiggins and Steph, they got their trophy, right? Like they're not going to pay a lot of attention October, November. You get to December. Okay, January, you start like ratcheting it up. So all year, here's all I heard about the Warriors. Oh, they're not playing defense. Big concern. They're terrible on the road. And then last night, rematch in the finals against Boston. Yeah, they were really good. Now, they lost the game in overtime, but I heard about their bad defense all year. Last night, Jason Tatum, 9 for 27, and Jalen Brown, 6 for 18. The Celtics shoot about 47% on the year. Last night, they shot 39%. Shocking, the defense showed up. Shocking, the Warriors controlled some of the game and were very good in one of the toughest places in the league to play. Shocking, the Warriors had four guys over 20 points. You were watching that game. 
Yes, they flipped a switch. We get upsets all the time. March Madness, World Cup, Olympic events. They're one-offs. There's pressure. We don't get NBA playoff surprises very often. Denver's not beating the Warriors in seven games. Memphis, who's Memphis's second best player, as J-Mac said yesterday? These teams aren't beating Golden State. You're talking about four dudes that can give you 20 or 30 on every night. Poole and Steph and Wiggins and Clay and a great coach and the best defensive player in the league. And one of the best rebounders in Looney. Dre's the defensive player. They have some depth and some youth. Nobody's beaten this team in the West over seven games. The Clippers actually match up pretty well, but we never know when Kawhi Leonard's going to play. And Paul George has struggled in big spots in the playoffs. But last night is a testament to what happens. Boston and Golden State. And I watched about half of that game. Those are two teams in the finals. The only team in this league that's going to disrupt those guys is Milwaukee. If Ingles and Middleton are healthy with Giannis, they'll give, they'll give, they'll give Boston trouble. Boston's going to struggle with Giannis. His size, his flexibility, his ability to do things on both ends. He's a little bit of a matchup issue. But, I mean, the Warriors last night went small ball, uh, had some success, especially early, moving on them. They clamped down on Tatum and Jace, uh, and Jalen Brown, two great players, by the way. And I also think that the Warriors are a little bit in Jason Tatum's head. He hasn't played particularly great. And I thought for most of that game, Golden State was the better team. Not significantly. Boston at home hit some shots late. They won. They deserved a win. But, you know, this idea that Golden State doesn't play defense, you can't trust them on the road. Did you watch the games in the playoffs last year in Boston? I thought they were pretty good on the road. But when you ask these veteran teams, especially in hockey and in, in basketball, these schedules are brutal. I remember years ago talking to a, a member, uh, it was a Portland Trailblazers staff, and I was, I was doing like half marathons at the time and kind of, yeah, I mean, like I was having some fun and I was kind of measuring, you know, how many calories could you lose? And I remember talking to somebody on the staff and I think the number was 6,000. He said an NBA player plays 40 minutes, they can burn 6,000 calories. And I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't burn that close to that in a half marathon. I think, you, I think you burn half that. And I'm like, wow. And my takeaway is this sport, the travel, Playing on both ends. You know, in college basketball, if you're, if you're an NBA player in college basketball, you may not face more than one other NBA player or two all year. You don't have to play defense. You don't have to play defense. Just get your points. You, you will rarely in college basketball, even like in the Big 12, a good conference, or the ACC, have an NBA first rounder up against you. You have to play any defense. You get to the NBA, you don't play defense. You score 28, they score 28. And Carmelo Anthony never figured that out. He'd score 28 and give up 30. So it, it, it takes so much. These are the world's best athletes. It is so physically daunting to play an NBA season, 35 minutes a night. Don't be shocked. Now you say, well, Boston was in the finals. Boston has no ring. These guys got four trophies. They all got the bag. They're all icons. Draymond's going to be a Hall of Famer. Steph's going to be a Hall of Famer. Clay probably ends up being a Hall of Famer. Kerr's going to be a Hall of Famer. So it's a different deal here. Milwaukee's got one ring. Boston, Boston. that game last night psychologically means much more to Boston. they got to win these games at home against the Warriors. they got to win these games. But if you start looking at the Warriors, when they flip a switch, it's always funny. It's when they're playing like a Milwaukee or when they're playing a Boston. Of course they flip a switch.
Celtics held a 39% shooting last night. They shoot closer to 46-47% on the year. Don't tell me the Warriors can't play defense. The minute they play the Celtics, Tatum shoots terribly. Brown, all-star shoots terribly. It's weird, Colin, how this is like a thing only in the last 15 years. I don't remember this as much in the 90s where the flip a switch was a deal. Like, everybody tried really, really well, hard. Well, you know what I think it is? Is that the three-point shot for a team as gifted mm. as the Warriors, scoring is easier. And so, I mean, Brooklyn, by the way, is like this. When Durant and Kyrie are shooting well, uh, Joe Harris, you know, or uh, do they still have Patty Mills? Curry, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have enough guys. You have these 42-point quarters. Like, so I think what's happened in basketball is for the truly gifted offensive teams, kind of psychologically, you know... We're never out of it. Roe is <laughs> in it. And and I think, not that it weighs on you, but I think it's a reality of it didn't matter how good the Bulls were. They shot two-pointers. You can go, you can hit five straight baskets. It's a 10-0 run. Yeah. Okay, you hit five straight baskets now with the Warriors to 15-0 run. It's a, that's, a, that's half the points you average in a quarter in five shots. So it, it's a whole different ball game, and I think it's very easy for these really gifted offensive teams uh, and Golden State's clearly the class of the league offensively, it's easy to kind of like give up a little more on the defensive end knowing we can flip it, get hot, and win games. It feels like the depth in the league now, there's just so many good players. Oh. Like Luka Doncic doesn't even have like a number two, but he's got a bunch of decent number threes and fours who can make shots, and Dallas is never out of a game with him. Dude. No, Ever. I mean, the, the league's never had more talent. It's no. so international. The players take better care of their bodies. Um, but I, I, as I watch that game, I'm like, oh, God, I've heard all year. The Warriors on the road, the Warriors defense showed up last night. Could have easily won that game against a great team. Boston's it's an exceptional basketball team. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been still on the line. Get off the show. Off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style, plus their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. 
Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T E C O V A S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The NFC Divisional Playoffs presented by Intuit TurboTax are on Fox starting tomorrow as Jalen Hurts leads the Eagles against the rival Giants at 7.30 Eastern. Then on Sunday, Dak and the Cowboys renew a classic playoff rivalry against the Niners at 6 Eastern all on Fox and the Fox Sports app. That's going to get a monster television rating. Is this a game oh where you God. watch it by yourself at home? Or I, 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 you go to bar guy? No, no, no. Those are stay at home, take notes. I'm not interested in Take it. notes. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't, I'm, not a huge, I, I'm not a huge fan of for big games. I don't need the clutter and the noise. Just give me the TV, give me notes, give me a cocktail, I'm good. These games, Saturday night games, don't need clarity. You may have a glass of wine, sit down, have some fun. Can't wait. These are... Remember a couple years ago when everybody was like, ah, protest the NFL. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. The numbers are insane. <laughs> so uh, yesterday was an interesting day. The GM of the Ravens is talking. The head coach of the Ravens is talking. It's been a weird couple of months, six, seven weeks with Lamar Jackson. Somebody I like a lot, but it feels a little Kawhi Leonard here, like be verbal. Are you playing? Are you hurt or are you injured? Nobody has any idea. Uh, Lamar's going to Instagram, sort of cryptic messaging. Don't love this from my quarterback. Kinder Murray did this. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm really not. I don't like the Aaron Rodgers passive-aggressive shots at his management. I'm not a big fan. Be a grown-up. Talk. Let's go. We're adults. If you're mad, say you're mad. If you're happy, say you're happy. Whatever. A lot of cryptic stuff. Not into it. But yesterday, the the, the GM of the Ravens, uh, the coach of the Ravens, talking about Lamar Jackson's future. I have every faith that it's going to get done, and and, uh, and we've got the best people in the world doing it. I mean, Eric DaCosta is nobody better. And, and, and Eric wants him here. I want him here. Steve wants him here. And Lamar wants to be here. So uh, it's going to work out. I talked to Lamar today, as I said. And our focus right now is really to get a long-term deal done. That's our singular focus at this point. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take great communication, give and take. But I'm confident that we'll be on the right path to get that done. So yesterday's the first day I was like, okay, they're going to get it done. I believe that today. Okay, people are talking. They don't owe us anything, but, you know, you're going to get speculation if you don't tell us what's going on. We have a right to speculate if you don't tell us we're your star quarterback. So I felt yesterday like good organization, good owner, GM, coach, we're all good, and I think it's the right move. Uh, you got Burrow in the division. Deshaun Watson's okay. He's not Burrow. Kenny Pickett looked pretty good. We don't know. Good defense, good organization. You better get your quarterback right. You're going to finish fourth. So I do feel, though, what's happening is kind of predictable. Uh, more and more young people are playing quarterback that move, and they move a lot. And so they move a lot. They have success. They get dinged up year four or five, and they want to get paid because <laughs> their agent's on them. They see it. It's a reality. I'm, I'm, this career's not going to last as long. And I kind of feel like there's three categories of this quarterback thing in terms of durability. 
you know, the first category is sort of definite pocket guys, Peyton Manning, Breeze, Brady. These guys play for 20 years. Um, you know, the, the, the decline, like Breeze's arm wasn't the same, but Tom, Tom's decline's gradual. Peyton Manning, I feel the same thing until the last year. Drew Breeze, um, it's gradual. They're pocket guys. They get rid of the ball. Uh, <laughs> willing to throw a pick, it seems like, sometimes over getting hit. They're obsessed with their bodies. That guy, I feel like, he can get 20 years out of. The second level guy is a pocket guy, but is more athletic. Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben Dak. They use the athleticism. They get dinged up once in a while. That career feels like you see a decline at about 15 years. I think Aaron this year, I'll be honest with you, I think his lack of commitment in the offseason showed. I don't think he was the same quarterback. They were terrible in the red zone. I don't care about the MVPs. He didn't look the same. Big Ben had the elbow surgery year 15. I never thought he was the same. Dak Prescott just had his worst year. Some of it is he's dealt with some injuries. And then the third style is hyper-athletic. They can throw from the pocket, but these guys' mobility is a huge part of their brand and game. Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, Mark Brunel, somebody I grew up watching a lot because I Washington Huskies. I'm from the Northwest. Cam, Russell, and Mark. Now, I still think Russell's got something in the tank, but it went off the cliff. Cam went off the cliff at like 32. Mark Brunel was very good for about a five, six-year period. And it ended fast. I think Lamar is in that third group. I think that's obvious. The good news is, is that even if he signed a five-year guaranteed deal, at that, if you look at these numbers in these years, it's about year 10 for Category 3 when you notice a decline. Well, Lamar's been in the league half that. And so for me, you sign him, you know he's probably more Category 3. So is Kyler Murray than category two or one. But I don't think we're at the warning stage yet. Now, he hasn't been good in the playoffs. Peyton Manning struggled for years then. Um, he's been injured last two years. Yeah, again, uh, it happens. Kyler Murray, too. I'd still sign him. So I think Baltimore knows in the categories, he's not a pure pocket guy, and he doesn't just occasionally use his athleticism. It's his brand. He's the fastest, most dynamic athlete playing the position, he and Josh Allen. By the way, the other player I worry about is Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Lamar are Category 3. The running is a huge component to Josh Allen. He doesn't occasionally run. They build runs for him. I, don't think, Josh, I think Josh Allen, despite his size, and that size will give him about three more good years, he's not a 20-year player. I don't know if he's a 16-year player. I don't think they are. I think I think Josh, the difference with Josh and Lamar is Josh is four inches taller and about 30 pounds heavier. And that will buy him a couple extra years at the end of his career. I'm with you on the Josh Allen in that category with Cam Newton, but I, Lamar, are you sure? Don't you think Lamar and Vic kind of belong in their own category? Where there are de designated runs hey, for those two guys because Michael ridiculously athletic. His biggest issue was maturity. Michael lasted longer than people think. Lamar doesn't have an issue with maturity. He's totally in all in, day one in the league. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.